0: I would like to take this opportunity to talk to you about saw curves. I know, I know, probably not the most important subject of the world right now, or in your world right now, but think about how life would be different for we woodworkers if not for the saw curve. If you don't know, new to the podcast, not a professional woodworker, a saw kerf is the void or the space in the piece of wood that is left behind as the teeth of a saw blade passes through it. It's the groove the saw makes in wood. Hi, my name's Roger Kugler. This is Working at Woodworking Podcast number 14. Merry Christmas, and Happy Sawkerfs to you. This is going to be a short uh, podcast episode, just something I wanted to throw out for the holidays. Probably next week will be a short episode also, and then we get into the new year and we'll hit things hard. So how does a handsaw pass through wood creating the kerf. Let's take a look at a rip saw, a hand tool, an alcohol-powered tool, if if you will. There are little tiny chisels, so to speak, at the end of each tooth. All the teeth are attached to the blade or the saw plate in a straight line, one right behind the other. And as you push this blade plate through the wood... Those little chisels gouge out little pieces of wood and remove it. And what's behind is the saw kerf. Do this many, many, many times. Rinse, repeat, sand, and voila! You have a cupboard. Or a nightstand. Or an end table. The saw is a great invention. But only if we're talking about modern saws. I have this little flush trim saw, handsaw, that I made out of an old, no, well, actually I think it was made out of an old saw. And and I use it to trim off the plugs that I use to cover screws. I, I like the look of a plugged, you know, screw. And why I like it so much is that I can cut the plugs off without scratching the heck out of the... And I like to use this saw to cut those plugs off without leaving a bunch of scratches in the case side. It does a very, very good job. Except uh, sometimes it binds in the little wood plug, and I've got to kind of rustle it out. And I usually just start sawing from the other side of the plug, and it goes through very, very easily. Now this little trim saw can do this because there is no set to the teeth. Set is how the teeth are angled, ever so slightly, sideways relative to the saw plate. Each tooth is set or bent alternately all the way down to saw. The first tooth is bent to the right, the second to the left, the third to the right, so on and so forth. This set is what leaves a wide kerf or a groove that is greater than the thickness of the blade. So when we're pushing the blade through the wood, the blade is not binding in the wood as it does with my little trim saw. In fact, I took my little trim saw and tried to cut a piece of wood with it. And it's, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's not pleasant because As you're pushing that saw through, that's creating friction. That's building up some heat and expansion. And the saw ends up binding in the kerf. And you've got to pull it back out and kind of start all over again. So thank God for saw set. It makes life so much easier. Can you imagine not having set on your, your hand saws? I know that you can kind of get around that by having a hollow ground saw plate, but that just makes the plate thinner than the the saw tooth itself. And we we see this in, in Japanese saws, but they have an entirely different tooth geometry. And Western saws just don't work like that. We really rely on having that set to the saw teeth. Now, I love history. I love learning about people in times past and how they really screwed up and how they suffered for it. Knowing history, it doesn't surprise me too much when I see how we make the same mistakes and how we end up suffering for it. I read a Neat article a few years ago, I think it was in National Geographic, maybe Smithsonian, not sure, about woodworking tools in ancient Rome. And they apparently had uncovered this stash of, of, of woodworkers' tools. There were uh, uh, hand saws and chisels and planes and bench hooks, and uh, I even think there was a workbench in there. Basically, all the stuff that we use now, well, no miter saws or table saws, but, you know, the hand tool equivalent of that. The author noted one unique feature that really stood out was that none of the saws they found had any set in the saw teeth. And he went on to say that, to his knowledge, there is no record of Set in Salt Heath before the first century AD. Now, stay with me here. I'm not a historian, I'm not a scholar, or anything like that, but today is Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas Day, the day that we Christians celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His earthly father was Joseph, who was a carpenter. And scripture tells us that Jesus was a carpenter before he started his ministry. Is it possible, just maybe, the earthly presence of the Creator left us something besides the gift of salvation and eternal life in heaven with him for those who believe? Maybe, just maybe, he also left us with the gift of set. Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy woodworking.